It's time to talk buffs with CU voice Mark Johnson on the Jim Davis Show on the team. And with us right now on the team line, Mark Johnson, voice the Buffaloes. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Damn, good to be on with you. Always good to chat with you. Uh, Oregon comes in tonight to uh, the CU Event Center, uh, undefeated uh, in Pac-12 play at five and zero, and you just get a feeling for Colorado at three and three. They can get healthy, get everybody back. That uh, it's been a disappointing start to Pac-12 play, but it's also been an undermanned team for Tad Boyle. Get everybody back, everybody uh, in the groove once again, and uh, the next couple of days with uh, Oregon and then USC coming up could be a different story for the Buffaloes after uh, the next couple of days. Well, I'd like to think so. I mean, being uh, you know having your full deck of cards, if you will, certainly is going to help things out. And you know they've they've had everybody back now for a couple of games, but it, there's been a lot of rush. I think Cody Cody's been a little rusty. Uh, his two games back, Tristan, you know, has been inconsistent. I think Julian trying to work his way back into it, and so, but yeah, a great, great opportunity tonight. I mean, you know, here early on, maybe people thought that Oregon might have uh, had some issues. You know, they had, they had a couple of losses during uh, non-conference play. They were a little bit eye-rot by Rose, but here they are at five and zero. I was on a show yesterday, and, and uh, he shall remain nameless. And a guy was going on and on and on about oh, the incredible hill you've got to climb on Thursday night, and. I said, boy, I'll be I'll be stunned if Colorado's not favored in this game, uh, and I think they are for tonight. So it's uh, with everybody back. It's a good matchup, great opportunity to kind of you know they get that win over USC uh, over the weekend, and now they get the Oregon Oregon State coming up this weekend. So uh, Buffs are ten and zero at home. They're eleven and one all time against Oregon at the event center, and so yeah, get a win tonight and kick off a huge basketball weekend for both basketball between the men and women. Yeah, the Oregon they've won uh, six consecutive games. They're they're nine and one since the start of December. But as, you, as we mentioned, you know, getting everybody back, getting the band back together uh, is uh, certainly puts them in a better position right now. With Tristan De Silva, what are some of the things you're seeing in terms of trying to uh, trying to get uh, get his legs back under him after being out for a while? Well, you know, he, he had that ankle injury. And, and so what you see when guys miss some time, and he didn't miss as much as Cody did, but, you know, they, they come out and their timing's a little bit off and maybe the shot's not exactly where you want it and you got to get your lungs back. And, and so I think for both of those guys, that, that's what I'm, I'm seeing a little bit. Cody, the last uh, couple of ball games since he's been back, he's had a couple of, you know, turnover issues that he's dealing with and interest to a lesser extent. But uh, that, that's what you want to get cleaned up. Those guys were playing so well when they both went down with injuries. They were sharp. Uh, they were battle-tested at that point, you know. And so now it's, it's nothing more than it's not a criticism of them. It's just a fact you've got to get, get rolling once again, you know. Uh, and so uh, that, that's all I'm talking about, uh, making sure their timing is there and kind of getting back in the flow of things. And I, once they do that, I, I, as I told you off the beginning of the season, I think Colorado is as good as just about anybody in the country. And, and so they're, they're getting healthy right now, and I feel real good about where Colorado is at. And, and getting everybody back, of course, trying to trying to wash off what happened at Arizona where the Buffs went in there very, very undermanned. And then uh, the, the, the disappointing loss to Cal, uh, also you know, another, another really uh, you know, a game you, you don't feel like you should lose, uh, even with, uh, with being a little bit undermanned. But that was what happened to the Buffaloes uh, when they went out to, uh, to Northern California. So with Oregon coming in, as we mentioned, they, they've been playing really well. They, uh, they're undefeated in conference play at 5-0. and uh, one of the guys on there, this little uh, Brennan Rigsby, played here on the Western Slope. He played at DeBeck High School just down right. the road from us. So, uh, you know, not not that he's one of their, their best players or anything, but a, but a guy that's been a good complement to uh, some of the like uh, Jackson uh, Shellstead, the, the freshman who's averaging almost 15 points per game. They've uh, they've got some pretty good uh, pretty good scores on this Oregon Ducks lineup. Well, Rigsby's 
a nice, nice complimentary player. He's a very good shooter, by the way. Shooting 46% from downtown this season, eight and a half points, three rebounds for Rigsby. And so you always like to see Colorado kids doing well. The thing you, you look at with, with Oregon, when you kind of go down their stat sheet, now, now Dante, or finally Dante, rather, has been injured for much of the year. He may be back tonight. I'm not sure. But uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five guys averaging double figures. You've got one, two, two other guys that are averaging about seven or more points per ball game, including a former buff in uh, in uh, uh, Keyshawn Bartholomew. And, and so, you know, they're a very balanced team. And so they've got a number of guys who can come in and be effective at different times uh, when they're on the court. And so it's not like, you know, some teams when they come rolling in, they've got, you know, one or two guys you're really keying on with this team. Uh, there's about seven or eight guys that you kind of have to keep an eye on because they're all capable, as Tad likes to say. And so they're a very balanced team. Their defensive numbers are good, not great. Uh, they're you know they're not a great rebounding team. They're plus two. Buffs are plus seven. One of the top rebounding teams in the, in the conference. And so uh, they've got their flaws as well. But but they're playing very well right now. And you know it's not always about what your numbers look like. It's about how you're playing at this point in time. And they seem to be playing some very good basketball. Mark Johnson, voice of Buffalo, is with us today on the Team Sports Network. And last time out uh, at uh, the C-Event Center, Buffs held the Ducks to 41 points. Big game for Tristan Da Silva, 30 points that night, but still a career high for Tristan. So hopefully those two things that happened the last time that uh, the Buffs hosted the Ducks will happen tonight uh, over in uh, Boulder. Isn't it amazing how there seem to be venues that you struggle in? You mentioned the Cal game for Colorado. It's startling. The fact that Colorado has got one win in Pac-12 play at Cal. It's not like you're talking about going to Oregon or going to uh, UCLA or going to Arizona. We talk about Cal. For whatever reason, it's been a very tough place for Colorado to play. Now you look at, at Oregon. The way the, the, the program under Dana Altman, he's been in the same number of years as Tad Boyle has been here. He's had great success, great incidentally tournament runs, outstanding players, NBA guys, on and on and on, and they're 1-11 in Boulder. Now, the why that happens, I can't figure it out. All the years I've been doing this, it makes no sense to me. Colorado's a quality program, obviously. They've been very good as well. And so you, you get that, but still, Oregon's gone, and won, you know, gone down and won at Arizona. They've won at UCLA, but this has been a tough place for them. So um, I'm hopeful. I think uh, the way that the bus fans right now are juiced about basketball, you've got this weekend where you've got two enormous games for the men, two enormous games for the women. Uh, the other night, uh, Saturday and Sunday, there was 20,000 fans combined for the men and women's basketball game. And, and so right now, Buff Nation's on fire for basketball. And so I hope I hope that building is as tough to play in for the Ducks tonight as they've ever seen before. And, and it's a great basketball game for Colorado. Yeah, no doubt about that. And for the, the Colorado women, boy, what a yeah. <laughs> number awesome. three, yeah, number three team in the nation. It's been re- remarkable after a, a sensational year last year. Uh, the Buffs women have just uh, built upon that, and it's been an incredible, uh, incredible stretch this season as well for J.R. Payne. We're talking with Mark Johnson, voice the Buffaloes. Uh, Eight thirty tip, by the way. So imagine uh, Coach Prime will probably not be there tonight since uh, he doesn't like those late night starts, Mark. So we may not see him <laughs> over at uh, over at the event center tonight. He might be getting getting his beauty sleep. Well, you know, you never know. And I, I don't know. Did, did he go to Paris with uh, Charlotte and Shadour and take part in the modeling? I don't think he was taking part in the modeling thing, but I don't. You know, maybe he was there. I don't you, know. You never know. You never know with Coach Prime. Listen, I can't keep tabs on on that guy, man. He has got so much going on. I can't keep tabs on Prime. So when he shows up, we're glad that he's there, and it creates a little extra juice. But uh, you're right. You know, it, let's be honest about it. If if, uh, if I wasn't broadcasting the game, I wouldn't go to an eight thirty game either. You know, no. I just, <laughs> just... I'd, uh, I'd be you know starting to wrap it up like I normally do about that time and. And resting, and, and so 
if he, if he doesn't show up, I'm not going to blame him. Yeah, I, I start seeing the clock. It's about 9 o'clock. I'm going, it's 9 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, about, that's about bedtime for this guy. So, yeah, exactly uh, right. Yeah. Isn't it amazing when you think about it? Because back when you and I were young bucks, by 8.30, you were just starting to think about going out. You know? Right, I mean, yeah, that's when, that's when hey, things were starting to happen. That's yeah, when things were cooking, yeah. Know, I'm not going out at 7 o'clock. I'm thinking, 8.30, hey, maybe we should start thinking about where we're going to go, make some phone calls, and you get on out there by, by 10 o'clock. Now by 8.30, no, 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 ain't happening. If it's happening after 8 o'clock, don't call me about it because I'm not coming unless I've got Unless you're going to pay me. Yeah, the, 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 sh- <laughs> the shop is closing at, <laughs> exactly at about, right. about 8.30. Yeah. Unless I'm getting paid to be out there. Exactly. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm right with you on that one, brother. But uh, for football, uh, Pat Shermer introduced as officially the, the full-time offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach for Coach Prime. Uh, also, Jason Phillips, who spent a couple of years in the CFL with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, introduced as the new receivers coach. So, Okay, also, uh, Phillips played with the Atlanta Falcons in the early 90s, about the, the time that uh, Dion was around there. So uh, one thing, Shermer was on the staff last year. The controversial move to make him uh, the play caller. He is now the, the OC, and now uh, Jason Phillips part of uh, the, the, the new staff for, uh, for Dion Sanders here in year two. Yeah, and then what we see with that, with Phillips coming out as wide receivers coach, uh, Brett Bartoloni was moved over to tight ends. And so there was some movement right there because Bartoloni was still on the staff, but he was with uh, Prime down at Jackson State. We're still winning on the defensive coordinator position, obviously. And you might have seen the video that I did, Coach, uh, talking to his players the other day saying, listen, the NFL season's wrapping up. Uh, I'm not just going to hire anybody, so he's got his eye on somebody that's got NFL ties. And so we'll wait to see uh, what that is all about. And I was walking, by the way, we was at the National Western the other night. I'm walking around and and uh, kind of bumped shoulders with this guy and glanced over at him, and it was, it was Pat Shermer. So he was out enjoying the National Western uh, the other night with his wife and daughter, and it was good to, to see him there. And so uh, we chatted briefly about everything that's going on. He's really excited. And so, yeah, the staff's coming together nicely, and obviously we've seen what's happening from a recruiting standpoint. And so, yeah, full steam ahead. And, you know, Prime's got his way of doing things, man. It's always fascinating to watch, and it certainly generates a lot of excitement for Buff Nation. In the past, Coach Prime has talked about Warren Sapp. The, the former Bucks defensive yep. lineman uh, being part of this staff seems like that's what Coach Prime wants. Colorado has yet to announce that he is part of this staff. What's what are you hearing about the Warren Sapp situation? Uh, that's been awful quiet, and so that's uh, that's interesting to see what uh, what's going to happen there. Now, it's very possible with uh, Warren's lack of of official coaching uh, positions in the past that. Maybe they bring him on as an analyst kind of deal where he's, he's involved in, in certain things but not, not uh, full-time at a position, if you will, as a defensive uh, line coach. Your assumption would be, since that's what he played uh, in his college and NFL careers. And so I, I'm still curious as to how that's going to work because, boy, both of them were very open about talking about how that was going to be part of the upcoming season. So I'm still assuming that's going to be uh, down the road here at some point Maybe it's not quite what we thought it was going to be. I think there was a lot of speculation that uh, he was going to be in, in maybe Sal's and Siri was going to move someplace else. I don't see that happening. Sal's around. And, and uh, so uh, I, my assumption would be at this point he's involved, just not to the depths or lengths that we thought it was going to be. Mark Johnson voiced the Buffaloes with us. And, and Mark, I, I saw that uh, which TV station in Denver did the piece on you, but they did a really nice piece on you. I think that's, that's fantastic. Well, you know, it's it's like putting lipstick on a pig. You know, if somebody out there is going to polish that that's, that thing up and and uh, you know really make it look good, 
Uh, it's never, believe me, I'm not nearly as good as that piece made me look, I can tell you that much. But uh, it, it was nice. Uh, Jacob Toby from Dan 9 News. They, it was kind of interesting. when, when And, and the, what prompted that was the Oregon State football game this year. Uh, I, I did one more game that Larry Zimmer did, my, my good friend and mentor and the guy that preceded me. Uh, as a play-by-play announcer for CU. Now, now fans out there may go, wait a minute, Johnson's been there 20 years. How is that possible? Zim was there for, for many more than that. Larry did 28 years of play-by-play by the time I got there. But because back in the day they didn't do nearly the basketball games we do now, they used to do a handful of games here and a handful there, where now we're doing all 35 or 40 games, whatever it turns out to be. And so that's why I, in 20 years I was able to catch Larry from a play-by-play standpoint. Now, Zim did many more games overall than I did, uh, and, and it's got a lot, another two or three years before uh, we hit that number. That was what prompted kind of the deal about, uh, hey, let's do something with you know MJ. And so uh, they came and mic'd me up that day and uh, did some stuff when I was in the booth, which you see in the piece. And then I didn't hear a word from them. I thought, well, they forgot about it. No big deal. And then I was doing the CSU game, and they walked up and said, hey, can we mic you up again for this game? And I said, sure, why not? And so they, they mic'd me up for that one. And then I didn't hear anything again for like a month. I thought, you know, they're never going to do this piece. And then Jacob called me up one day and he said, hey, can I come up to the house? Uh, you know, and I said, well, I'm going to go roping tonight. And so he, went, he says, okay. So he came out and, and videoed that, and then we did a piece in the arena as well. So it took a long time to get done, but he did a very nice job of it. Thank you. Well, yeah, I, I think that's that's fantastic that uh, they, they did a, a feature on you and all your all the years that you've been at uh, Colorado and, and how is how is Larry if I may ask how is he doing these days uh, the, the, the health is an issue right now no. uh, I was with uh, Larry just a couple of days ago and, and you know Larry's 88 years old and uh, he's, he's got some health issues he's dealing with and uh, but we were together the other day and we prayed together and I read scripture to him and so it was it was a good time with him well, remarkable broadcast, remark, remarkable man. He was on our yep. show uh, several times over the years, sure. and and uh, thinking uh, the best and, and and praying for uh, for for Larry here as uh, as he uh, deals with some of these uh, health issues that he's going through. Hey, you Mark, know, you know, Jim, right now, you know, between between Zim, you want some about iconic people for the University of Colorado. You know, Zim's in his eighties. Uh, Coach Bill McCartney's in his eighties, and you know, when you get to be in your eighties, uh, many times you, you deal with a lot of health issues. And both guys are, and so uh, yeah, yeah, keep both those uh, great men. And uh, great buffs in your prayers for both of them. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Mark, we always appreciate it. Have a great call tonight. And you gonna take? Do you have to take a nap today? I have to take a nap sometimes when I do. Games <laughs> I wish I evening. could, man. I was up so dang early today, uh, doing stuff. I was doing voice work and game prep, but I'm, uh, I'm announcing the uh, exceptional rodeo for special needs kids at the National Western today over the midday, and then the game. So. You know what they say: no, no rest for the wicked. Well, or no, no rest for a guy that, that's a very charitable guy, and uh, <laughs> well, <that's very> nice. <laughs> a, guy, a guy that can't say no to folks. And that's, <laughs> that's exactly sometimes right. there's 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 things that uh, there's nothing wrong with saying saying yes to uh, to, to wonderful causes like uh, like you said over at the the stock show. Hey, Mark, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. All right, Jim. Talk to you next week. All right, take care, Mark Johnson, voice of the Buffaloes. Just. Guy doesn't, Busy guy yeah doesn't, doesn't say no and sometimes those are things that's it's so hard to say no to mm-hmm. because they're such wonderful causes uh 740 jim along with the buckeye boy today which quarterback in the division around this weekend has the most to prove you can also rank them too who you think uh, right now the way they're playing right now because just go on a resume it's gonna be mahomes mm-hmm. but just the way they're playing right now which one's the best of this group which one's the worst of this group Give us your thoughts today on the team line, 970-242-1340. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, Ben Johnson.